Welcome to the Two Mutts Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Marshall. Our next guest is a former Prince Albert Raider and first-round draft pick in 2011 with the Chicago Blackhawks, Mark McNeil. Where Mott steps up to hold the zone for Rockford. Now the gloves come off McNeil and Bertuzzi. Bertuzzi lands a few shots as McNeil grabs out of the jersey of Tyler Bertuzzi. Those two circling around have handfuls of each other's jerseys. McNeil dodges a punch, doesn't even look like it phased him. Still coming in close here on Bertuzzi, who grabs him around the head. McNeil tries to fire a right hand. Bertuzzi blocks it. McNeil lands a good right. Knocks the helmet off of Bertuzzi, who then tumbles McNeil down to the ice surface. But a clean right hand there from Mark McNeil certainly got across. 18-39, still left in the second. Gloves come off. It's our second set of matching penalties. This time, five for fighting. Mark, how's it going? It's going pretty good, Josh. Clay, thanks for having me. No, we appreciate it. This is one interview I've kind of wanted to do for a while. So I know it came to you a bit late here, but we're happy to get it going with you. You know, meeting you about nine years back, you're a very humble kid and still are today. So I'm just appreciated to to interview you. And it's uh, pretty sweet to have you on the podcast. Well, he, he's got Millwood's roots. That's why he's a humble boy. It might be in the blood for sure. But uh, no, thanks <laughs> to both of you for having me on. Um, listen to some of your other two months podcasts and um no it's a real honor thanks for having me on sir an honor well awesome <laughs> we'll take that eh? yeah wait it's too bad ruffers on a on a well-deserved sabbatical otherwise he would have enjoyed this conversation where where did he trail off to he uh he skipped out on this one i don't know he's in Callahoo or viking uh wherever there was all he's all over the map with hockey so yeah i think they, they had a hockey practice tonight so he was out oh, okay uh, that's okay what have you been doing since uh pretty much the pause here mark how are uh how's the training going and all that uh, it was pretty interesting actually uh so right when i got home i was dealing with an injury um uh, i had a had a few tears in my body that needed to be healed so there's a bit of a, a bit of a physio rehab process there, and, and obviously with COVID hitting um, and everything shutting down, it got a little bit more complicated. But uh, just going through that process and you know getting back healthy and uh, getting back into training and um, on ice, off ice, getting back in good physical shape. Uh, there's been been a lot of time towards that, and just just spending the other half of the time with uh, my family here at home. So uh, interesting times we're living in right now, for sure. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely interesting, <laughs> yeah, no different doubt. times and hopefully we get back to a normal. So are you, uh, I know we had uh, Jordan Martinuk on not too long ago and uh, talking to Petro here, you guys were a part of a four on four little uh, tournament season there. How did that go for you guys there? I heard you guys won. Yeah, we, we won the first segment there. It's actually a pretty cool uh, setup. Uh, Tyrell Spitzer. I'm sure you know him, but he's... Um, yeah. Spitz. Yeah. I played ball hockey with him. He's a good kid. Yeah, he's great. Great stuff. He uh, coached me back in the day as well. So he's uh, set up this four and four hockey league and um, Marty was on my team and um, he's been pretty much carrying us the whole time scoring every game uh, like he usually does. But uh, the Petro's been, yeah. been the enemy. He's been on the other team. So 
but it's been a lot of fun playing with all the guys around the city here. And uh, I think everyone's been enjoying it so far. Are you guys going to do it again? It sounds like that might fire it back up. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's going to fire back up in about a week and a half, actually. So it'll be good to get on the ice a few more times with uh, a bunch of the guys around the city here. Nice. Are you training with, uh, with anyone here locally too, or are you just going to train from home? How's that working out for you? Uh, I've been training with Barry Budd actually out of Premier Strength, just out of the South Side Edmonton. Um, mm-hmm. he's, he's a guy I've been with for years, um, and and he's great. But uh, yeah, there's quite a few other guys around the city that uh, that we train with. They're all all pro hockey players. So yeah, I was gonna say I remember when you were playing South Side. I I think that was you guys were using him then. No? Yeah, yeah. I only started with I wasn't bad. Him, so I mean, this goes back. Um, you know, I've been working out with him for years and, uh, he's a great guy and, and, and an awesome trainer as well. Talk to us about how, um, you made the ranks up to obviously the happiest, one of the happiest days you're married now. So it'd be the second happiest day of your life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but lead us up to, to, you know, you came out of South side, you were, um, I mean, I watched you as we were coaching, I watched you, I never coached you, but I, I, remember watching you and just, I, I love the way you played smooth skater. In my eyes, you were a two way guy. You were a little more offensive then, but um, yeah, I mean, talk to what happens after South side and, and, and heading into Prince Albert and, and world juniors speak to all that playing with, with, we have a lot of Edmonton fans playing with Leon as a, at a junior age. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's a lot to regroup, but I'll try to, I'll try to do my best. Here. <laughs> Um, it was, it was, it was quite the, quite the experience and quite the journey so far, to be honest with you. Um, you know, you know, moving away from home at 16 to go to Prince Albert's, um, it's obviously difficult for anyone at, at that age, you know, you're young, you're going away from your family and your friends and entering this, this, this new life away from home. But, um, you know, you get through that adjustment period and, um, ended up playing four full years there in Prince Albert's and, uh, I was lucky enough to get drafted by Chicago um my 17 turning 18 year old year and um you know that just a, just what a huge honor that was to uh to be selected there and then obviously moving on to my my first few, few pro camps from that and um you know turning pro after junior um quite the quite the journey to to start my start my year years uh going into 20s from from teams how you played four years pa um captain last year was that the year that you played with with Leon, or did you play a couple of years? Yeah, it was our last year we played together. They, um, yeah, lucky enough, they scooped him up and, and ended up bringing him over. And um, uh, what a year that was, being able to play with him. Um, you could just tell right away in, in training camp, those those exhibition games, he started lighting it up immediately. And um, he had that reputation coming in as the, the German Gretzky already at that age. And um, you know, we went on to play together that full year, and I got to know Leon. You know, a little better as we went along and um you know we're still friends to this day but um it's impressive to see even how much farther he's he's come and you know you, you look at the year he had with Edmonton and how he just continues to improve every year and um just just what a what a privilege we have um being in Edmonton here to watch him watch him play in front of us every year it's it's uh, it's really cool that I had the chance to, to play with him and got to know him a little bit awesome I remember watching you for team Canada world juniors and, and just, you know, feeling envy and, and pride, even though, you know, I really didn't know you quite well then, but 
uh, speak to, to, to that experience and what it meant to you moving forward in your, in your, you know, career as well, how, how you look back on it. And well, there's a, there's a funny story behind that actually, because, um, I'd originally got cut from the team. Yeah. And they had told me in my exit meeting that, you know, if we get over there, there's an exhibition game, Mark, someone goes down, um, you know, just be ready. We might give you a call, might end up bringing you over. So you kind of have that hope in the back of your mind, but you know, I'm back here for Christmas, some time off from junior and, um, you know, I'm just spending some time with my family. And, um, I think this was, it was December, was it December 12th, 2012 or something that the world was going to end. There's that whole conspiracy behind that. <laughs> That's so, right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm laying in bed sleeping and it must've been, four in the morning or something like that. My dad just blows the door open with his foot and he throws a suitcase across the room and starts yelling, pack your bags. We got to go. And I'm, and I'm popping out of bed. Like I have no idea what's going on. He's booting you out. Half asleep. I'm thinking the world's ending. Like something's going on here. Freaking out. Pandemonium's going on. He says, he's like, no, like relax. Like the world's not ending. Put some clothes in your bag. Get your hockey stuff packed. He's like, we're driving to Calgary. You're flying over to Russia to meet Team Canada. So, <laughs> so it was just, it was wow. just such a, such a whirlwind of, uh, of emotions that was going on. But, but once I got over there, what a, you know, what an honor, what a, what a, what an experience that was to just represent your country and, and put that Maple Leaf on your chest. That was, uh, that was really, really special. Something I'll never forget for sure. Good on you, man. Oh yeah, I, re- I remember getting the text from yeah. Darren and Dean and all, and they were just oh, elated. It was awesome. Yeah, we all were. We were happy for you. Thanks. Kind of touched on with getting drafted there, and I like to kind of talk about guys lately here where the family part of it comes into factor, and how the support your parents gave you and and other family members. Let's speak to that and speak to about how much your parents sacrificed for you to, to get to where you are today, your thoughts with that. Oh, it was, it was unbelievable. Just looking back, like all the, you know, the sacrifices my mom and dad would have made. Um, I mean, you look back to, you know, those five, five thirty practices, you know, when you're just starting out playing and you're going to the, you're going to the rink even before you go to school. And then, you know, as you get older, there's, you know, you're skating twice a day or they're bringing you this rink to that rink and, Know, taking time off work to travel and, and bring you somewhere to some tournament or, or some event and um and then you look at all the financial sacrifices they made as well um with all the gear they provided and and just all the hard work they put in um just can't be thankful enough for for all of that and um you know at the end of the day i wouldn't be uh continuing on this pro journey like i am today without uh, either either one of them doing what they did so uh, you know, yeah, that means a lot. And speak about draft day and how special that day was for you and for your family. I'm proud to select with our first choice from the Prince Albert Raiders, Mark McNeil. Chicago fans will like this player a lot. Reliable in all three zones, very physical. He loves to go to the net hard. He's good on me. You see, Bob, when you have him and a player like Jonathan Taze going forward, this will be a very difficult Chicago team to handle. Um, what uh, what an experience that was as well. Thinking back on it now, um, it was in Minneapolis, um, and just having my mom, dad, brother, sister with me. Um, you know, we're in the crowd, 
but there's there's that uncertainty whether you know you're going to be selected on that on that first night and you're sitting there and um might be a little nervous a little shaky a little sweaty but um just to get that call and you know stand up give my mom dad and brother sister a big hug and um a lot of emotions running through your your head and your body and just to walk up on that stage and, and put the sweater on is pretty special obviously going on to playing with that organization speak to that and how you know rich even the organization is um you know from nhl wise to even american hockey league wise uh you know not many people can play pro hockey and you've carved out a pretty good career in my opinion uh, speak about your time with the blackhawks organization yeah yeah that was um that was really great um no, that's the ones who drafted me and that's the organization I went, I went pro with first. Um, and just being able to be a part of that, um, that culture they had, um, and they, they still have today, but, um, you know, it, people say it's a dynasty and it really was, you know, I think it was, was it three cups in five years or three cups in six years? So, yeah. um, you know, pretty, pretty special what, what they were doing at the time and, um, just to, just to come in and, you know, be a part of those training camps and, and, uh, you know, obviously play my first NHL game with them and then be, you know, just be a part of their system for a few years. Um, there were just countless, countless people to, to learn from and to look up to. And, um, you know, it was, um, you know, just a great place to be really. Is there anyone that you can speak of in that organization that helped you out, Mark, at all? Took you under their wing kind of thing? Yeah. Um, well, well, just, just guys you hear about all the time. I mean, the guys they have there that, you know, you'd watch in training camp and in practice, um, you know, Taze, Kane, uh, Keith, Seabrook, Crawford. I mean, all those guys that, that were there and they, they've won there. Um, just watching how they handle themselves and their professional mentality they bring to the rink every day and, and how hard they work. Um, those are just some things you take away from that. And, um, someone, someone personally in, in the minor system that I was around every day was, uh, my coach, Ted Dent, you know, he was someone who always believed in me and, um, you know, gave me opportunities to succeed with, with ice time and different opportunities. So, um, just, just countless numbers of, of individuals for sure. Nice. And even, and then when you went on to, with the stars organization and, and played there, speak of that organization, like another good, you know, organization, uh, Brendan Ranford, who's a friend of mine's, uh, he's obviously spoke highly of that organization too. And him winning with that organization, um, speak of your time with, with them. Yeah. And they have a lot of history as well. Um, you know, I was grateful enough to, to have a game with, with Dallas at the end of the season there when, when I got traded there first and, um, just what a, what a beautiful city that is even. And, and then, you know, most of the time I, I spent in Austin and, um, you know, the hockey was great. The weather was great. The living was great. Um, you know, the way they treated you, um, at the rink and away from the rink was, was, was nothing but first class as well. You know, you kind of made a transition here to, to dip into going overseas and played with the guy that we know together and Jeff Glass. And, um, what made the decision of going overseas? And do you think that's still something you want to do down the road, Mark? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, it, it's something, um, you know, I think me and my family were ready to do. And, um, you know, this past season, we really enjoyed it. Um, I don't know if you, either one of you guys have been over to Austria, but, um, it's, it's something I, I, or a place I definitely recommend you, you checking out at some point, just, just with how beautiful it was and, um, you know, how nice the cities were. We really enjoyed, um, the lifestyle aspect of it and, and also the hockey as well. Um, yeah. 
you know, it was a bit of a bit of an easier schedule with, you know, less games per week and things were spaced out a bit more. And, um, you know, the travel is a little bit less as well, but, um, you know, just, just the living and the quality of hockey was, was something we really enjoyed. And, um, you know, we would love more than anything to be, uh, to be back in a situation like that. Nice. Nice. Obviously with times, everything's different and every league's in a different situation right now, but with, uh, you know, Jeff Glass went over there, uh, was a teammate of yours. Um, what kind of teammate is, is Glasser? He's just a beauty as a person too. Glasser is an amazing guy. Um, we had the chance to first play together in Rockford actually years ago. And I think this was his first year back after he had that long stint in the KHL. And, um, that's when I, that's when I first got to know him. And then we, we reconnected in Lens this past year playing together and, um, just, just a well-rounded, awesome guy. And, uh, just, uh, just a really good goalie as well that came in and, um, did a really good job with, with helping us out. Um, you know, uh, the way things were going in playoffs and our team was rolling and we were winning and Glasser was just, uh, they, they call him the glass wall. He was, he was stopping everything. And, um, I, I think if COVID didn't hit the way, you know, he was playing, our team was playing, um, you know, we had a good chance to make a, make a push for the, the championship for sure. But, uh, you know, Jeff Glass, I can't say enough good things about him. Yeah. He's an absolute great guy too. Um, you know, there's such so many great athletes and just great people off the ice too. I was listening to an interview today with uh, Adam Oates and I want to get your thoughts on like where the skill game part is going right now with, with hockey in general. Um, obviously Adam Oates is a guy that is a skills coach and, and takes that job very seriously. Um, where are you at with the skills part and what are you doing every day to get better and work on skills that you can bring into a game? Yeah, that's an interesting question, Josh. Um, you know, it seems like the game just keeps getting faster and faster and more skilled and more skilled. And it's, it's, it's really impressive and it's, it's highly entertaining. It's, it's high paced and it's, it's, it's a lot of fun to watch on TV right now. Um, you know, just the pace these guys are playing and you know the skill they have. And, you know, some of the goals are just ridiculous that they're scoring. It's, it's really interesting. Um, my, my whole take on it is, um, you know, there's nothing but respect for that. And it, it takes a lot, obviously a lot to, to be able to do that. And at that high pace, um, it, it is sort of taken away from, you know, maybe the physicality and, you know, the rough stuff that they used to be there, but, um, you know, I'm all about growing the game and, um, you know, I think, I think everyone up top who's, who's making those decisions are, you know, taking, uh, taking everything into account and, um, you know, the way things are moving is, is just, is just how it is, you know, um, whether it's, I don't know whether it's good or it's bad, but, uh, it's still, uh, surely entertaining to watch. Like you're a skilled guy too, Mark. Like, is there something that you see, like if you're on YouTube or anything that you're like, you know what, I want to bring that into my game. Like, obviously I'm a guy that where I like the physical part and you're a big power forward in a way too, in my opinion, but is there something that you could always add to the toolbox that you've thought of like the last few years, anything on that? Oh, there's, there's tons of things. Um, you know, and you see, you see these young kids coming up and you know, they, they have some of those tools in the toolbox. Um, you have no idea, Mark. Some of the ridiculous goals you're seeing, like guys are picking up behind the net, Oh, you know, like backhand sauce in the pocket, you know, side to side across the rink on the rush coming down the off wing offside one timers, like all that. It's crazy. It's like, where are these kids coming from? What are they feeding them? What are they drinking? Like what's going on? Yeah. It's, uh, it's impressive stuff for sure. Yeah. And where are things at with you right now? Is there 
different leagues you you're kind of in contact with and and whatnot where where do things stand um for you right now are you going to wait it out a little bit longer yeah yeah i mean we're waiting right now but but all doors are open and um you know um that decision needs to be made at some point with with me and my family but um you know we're, we're definitely excited about the future and and, and what uh what and where we'll be and uh, what will come of it. We're definitely pulling for you, man. Like you're a humble guy. Like, like I was saying earlier at the start of the interview and a few years older than me and you treated me with the utmost respect when I first met you. And, and obviously uh, Clay here's probably got the same thing, but. Oh yeah. It's, it's fam- family upbringing. He comes from a great family and, and you know, it's, it's been a pleasure speaking with you today and I, uh, you got anything else you want to, chit chat about or now you guys got anything else from me <laughs> it's it's been great i'd love i'd love to you know in a couple months hopefully all this stuff this you know go not goes away but calms down and we can you know you land on your feet somewhere and you're playing and i we'd love to hook up with you again and, and find out what mark mcneil's up to now yeah i mean it's too bad we can't be together in person right now you know maybe maybe having a beer together and mm-hmm. just uh you know just shooting the shit around the around the table and uh doing this new meeting in person. So, um, you know, this is, this is great guys. And I really appreciate, uh, you know, you taking the time to have me on here. Thanks. Well, we hope, uh, good luck comes your way here. And we've had that happen before with some guys have come on and Gloucester and Petro or some good karma's come their way after they've joined us on this podcast. So we're, we're hoping the best for you, man. You're a beauty and you got a lot of game left. You, you fought through everything and you're, you're just one of the most classiest guys I've met. I can't say that enough. Resilient. Well, I really, I really appreciate that. That, uh, you know, that means a lot to me. Right on. All right. Well, we'll finish up on that. Thanks for coming on, Mark. Thanks, Mark. All the best. And uh, say hi to your family for me. Yeah. Thanks, Josh. Thanks, Clay. And uh, tell Maddie thanks. Got it. Well, appreciate it, guys. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God.